Welcome to Geek This Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm one of three hosts. Normally, I'm joined by my my buddy David and my other buddy Mike. Um, and you know, every once in a while, we do some different stuff where I go solo and I do a bad movie review. And just as a heads up, if this is the first time you've ever listened to a bad movie minisode. Uh, one, that's why our music sounds different. You know, usually we've got this really cool music like this. Um, but this time I changed it up a little bit um, because I want this bumper to be our bad movie bumper. Um, I know it's weird. But normally we talk about comic books and uh, comic book movies. We actually just finished the super long I think it's a nine-part Batman on film series uh, where we started talking about our experiences with Batman moved through the movies, um, starting with Batman 66, and we wound up at the end with The Dark Knight Rises, which was our last episode. Um, so that's normally how it goes, and um, we talk about some news and some things like that, but with bad movie minisodes, I sit down and I watch a bad movie one time. Um, I don't know that I've made that clear before, but it's it's a first impression, and it allows me to just be full of nerd rage, if that's what I choose to do with movies, and of course, this movie is no exception. Uh, the movie that I watched, and uh, let's be honest, I probably watched it a week ago, is Transmorphers. Uh, this movie came out, I think... Uh, it came out about the same time that Transformers came out, um, and it's a knockoff by the Asylum. Um, and it's really, it's really not a knockoff. It's just kind of a misleading thing because if if you're not really into movies, you're gonna find this movie and go, "Oh, this is that big movie that came out," um, but it's not. So here is the general synopsis of the movie, and after that, I will tell you the good and the bad, roughly. And uh, let's just be honest, this is probably the most, uh, these episodes are not cohesive, they are not, they're just full of nerd rage, so I tend to rant and rave and grouch about things, so just bear with me. Here is the synopsis for Transmorphers. 300 years after a race of transmorphing alien robots took over the planet Earth and decimated it, a team of rebels cryogenically unfreeze a hero in hopes of giving them the advantage or the edge. I read that wrong. Okay, here is the synopsis. 300 years after a race of transmorphing alien robots took over the planet Earth and decimated it, a team of rebels cryogenically unfreezes a hero in hopes of giving them an edge in the fight for all humanity. The runtime is an hour and 25 minutes. And let's just start off and say this isn't the worst one that I've watched. Um, I mean, all of these movies are bad. I don't think I would recommend any of them that I've reviewed so far. Um, unless you like bad movies. Uh... There are no stars in this movie, um, nobody that you would recognize unless you normally watch Asylum films. From what I understand, this is the first movie produced by the Asylum that I have ever watched, I think. I don't think Sharknado is an Asylum. <clears throat> I don't think Sharknado is an Asylum film. It could have been. I don't know. Um, 
this is a low budget movie um and like like I just read um it's about this group of soldiers that fight off these what they call transmorphing alien robots. Now, this is my first gripe with this movie. The robots, they really... I mean, just by the title, you think of Transformers, but they don't transform into anything. They just kind of... Uh, their weapons kind of pop out of their bodies. They're, they're not super special transforming robots. Um, so the title's really misleading, and it's actually disappointing on a couple of accounts. One, you don't get to see them change into, like, all these... You know, there's no robot that transforms from a semi into Optimus Prime or an equivalent of that. That would have actually been really cool. What happens is you get Nintendo 64-style graphics, um, and by the way, the Nintendo 64 came out quite a few years ago, and um, I don't even know if the graphics are that good. Let's just say that. But, um, yeah, Ugh. see, it's already starting. The story is pretty, pretty bland. They try to throw some emotion in there between the characters, and um, the acting is really, really bad. Um, it's very rigid, and uh, you probably could have had a bunch of high school students act in this movie, and it may have been better. Um, these people were trying way too hard to be, you know, Tom Cruise or any action hero. Um, but, like I said, there's good and there's bad in this movie. Um, the good is that the sets aren't really too bad. I mean, it's definitely low budget. Um, a lot of, you know, spray-painted walls, and um, it's, it's meant to look sci-fi, but it just, I don't know, it, since the budget isn't very big and you know that kind of going in, um, if you know anything about these movies, the sets don't look too bad. I think they, they tried hard to make it look, um, like a high-tech bunker, but it's still really cheap. Uh, let's see. The feel of this movie it feels a lot like uh, Transmorphers or Transformers. Jeez, I'm already. It's ah, Transformers meets Terminator. Um, I guess in kind of the color palette, uh, if you understand what I'm saying, it's kind of like a darker bluish gray, kind of depressing look to it, and it's kind of got that same feel of you know you have this ragtag team versus robots and. Um, you know, what came to mind when I started watching this was, uh, the beginning of Terminator 2, where Sarah Connor's explaining, you know, this stuff, and you see the, the Terminator robots walk on the skulls and crush them, like, it, it has that feel to it toward the beginning, um, and, I mean, it's, it's definitely pulling from that. The camera work is actually pretty decent in this movie. Um, it's the 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 camera quality is not great. Um, I've seen better done in like concert videos. Um, they were again. This all comes back to the budget. 
of the movie. There's also this really cool um, split-screen gimmick that they do. Uh, I, I guess I want to call it a gimmick. It's, you could call it that. But what they do is they'll be showing one scene, and in order to transition, they'll pop up another scene. So you're seeing some action or whatever going on in the second screen. And then once screen one's dialogue finishes, um, screen two just kind of expands. Um, and I thought that was pretty... I kind of thought it was funny. You know, um, I don't know if they were trying to make it look cool or anything like that. Um, but it was it was something different. You don't ever see that in movies, or very rarely do you see it in movies. And they didn't overuse it, so that was that was definitely cool. Um, later on, toward the end of the movie, now these movies, I don't really go into the plot um, too much or scene by scene, just because. They're not movies that you really want to spend time watching unless you like bad movies. Um, I just, I like to complain about them. And um, if you want to hear me complain about them, then these are definitely the episodes that you need to be listening to. Um, and maybe in the future, I'll, I'll get more eloquent with, with time. But later on in the movie... Um, they have captured one of these robots, and you actually get to see it laying on the table as they go to operate on it and check it out and things like that. Uh, and it was really cool that they actually took money from their budget and built this robot. And, you know, it's probably, it's a lot smaller than they're showing on the screen. You know, this the, the robots on the screen are probably 40, 50 feet tall, and this robot was like the baby robot. You know, it was probably... 10 or 15 feet long. Um, but it was really cool to see that. And I'll, I'll, I'll reference the robot here in just a little bit. Uh, they actually... Well, they have this character, and I don't remember his position. Um, he's a captain or something like that, a lieutenant. Um, but for whatever reason, they freeze him. And... I don't remember that they explain why they freeze him, but they do. Um, but they unfreeze him because evidently he's fought these things before or something like that. But, um, you know, you really don't get attached to any of these characters, but this character, he's, um, you know, he's throughout, he's kind of the star of the movie. Um, even though he's not that great of an actor or we don't really care about him, you find out that he's an android later. And they kind of set it up, but um, I don't know if it was because the movie was so bad that I just didn't care or what the deal was. But you find out that he's an android toward the end of the movie, and that's how he saves everybody. Um, and I didn't see that coming, so I was like, well, that's that's you actually did something kind of right there. Um, even though looking back, I guess I could say that I saw it coming. And um, the there's there's like two battles because you have them go out and then they come back in and then they go out again for like the final final battle. But the second to last battle is actually pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it felt like a war movie, like it should have, um, but. Uh, the, the very end of the movie, uh, as far as the final battle, that was really rough because there's a lot of CGI. And like I said, the, the graphics are really not that great. 
I mean, I've seen better stuff from 15, 16-year-old kids on YouTube, and it seemed really rushed. Um, It seemed like they were just cobbling this together just to make some quick money. And I guess that's what these movies are. They're not meant to be, you know, high-budget movies or anything like that, but uh, they're just, yeah. (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump into the bad of this movie. Like I said earlier, the graphics suck. The acting is awful. I feel like high schoolers could do a better job. Um, they talk about how highly advanced their military is. You know, this is this is a military 300 years in the future, but one, their outfits look like they probably all just went to Goodwill and bought whatever black leather clothing they could find, and it's very cobbled together. It feels more like this is a militia, but yet they treat it like it's supposed to be this great military, and there's really only about 10 or 15 people in this group. So again... It's a militia, not a military, like, advanced military kind of thing. And then you find out that they've never actually fought these robots. The only one that's, I think, fought the robots for certain is the guy that they unfreeze. Which, when they unfreeze him, it's really bad looking. Like, they're just... You know that there's, like, a hose above this dude and a blue light so that... When they're unfreezing him, you have, like, the the steam, you know, from the dry ice. I I guess that's what you'd call it. It's not really steam, but the fog from the dry ice. And then this blue light above him. So he kind of has this Mr. Freeze kind of look. And, you know, they put the fake ice crystals on him. And it just, it just looks so bad. And, you know, watching these movies, um, these movies are not meant to be like what Catwoman wanted to be. Um, You know, Catwoman, they use a lot of money um, making that movie, and it was awful. And that's, I think, why it upset me so much to watch it, that, and they totally, Batman is not even involved in that movie. Um, Sharknado, it is meant to be a bad movie. Um, And you can only complain about how bad it is. This movie, you know, I... I don't know, like, does the Asylum intentionally make bad movies, or uh, what's going on here? Like, it's almost like they don't even try. It's like, here, I have $50 in my pocket um, right now. That's what we use on the the movie, and everybody goes out and picks their own outfit out, roughly. Here's the guidelines, and, you know, I'll take you all to... McDonald's and we'll have dollar cheeseburgers every day while we shoot this. And they probably only shot for two weeks, maybe three weeks at the most. And it's just so bad. They put no money into these special effects or anything like that. It's just so cheap and so bad and very hokey. Um, let's see. I've got notes here and they're not really organized. We don't actually get to see the robots until probably 40 minutes into this movie. This is a movie that's supposed to be about robots. Could you imagine going and seeing Transformers and not seeing Optimus Prime until like an hour into the movie? It's insane. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And then once you see the robots, they're not awesome. Um, They're not threatening. Uh, It's just, 
the robots have no character. They all look the same. And again, it's a gimmick to get people in to either buy this movie, rent this movie, waste their time on Netflix like I did watching it for an hour and 25 minutes, or it's for people that are just, okay, let me just say this. They're too dumb and they don't know the difference between Transformers and Transmorphers. I mean, you look at the case and it doesn't even look like Transformers. But, no offense, I could see my parents picking this movie up not knowing what they're getting. That's, that, yeah. Um... <clears throat> Even though we spend so much time with these characters, the emotion between them, the relationships, they feel very flat. They don't matter to me. Um, they probably don't matter to anybody watching it. You can't get invested in them. When I'm watching a movie, I want to be invested in the characters. I was actually probably more invested in Halle Berry's character in Catwoman than I am any of these characters. They just don't matter. They're... They're, they're flat, and it stinks. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know any of their names at all. Um, the general in this movie, she's married to one of the other soldiers who is a woman, and I don't know, they, this movie liked to show off the lesbian um, dynamic in this movie. Like, there are way more women like, there's probably, you know, eight women and three men, um, which, whatever, but it feels very, uh, I, I can't believe I'm going to use this word, even though I don't know if it is a word, very lesbianic. Wow, that was a really weird, I'm going to get comments about that. But it's just, this movie feels like there could be a sex scene at any point. It feels like your late night Cinemax or Showtime movies. Uh, I know you're like, well, how do you know about that? Let's not get into that. All right, all right. Let's just. It just has that feel, um, and it feels like maybe they cut something out. It just it's uncomfortable and weird. Like the relationships just seem so fake. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Um, the plots, the, it's so weird, and make, it, it just, again, it doesn't matter. There's nothing about this movie that matters about anything. Um, the, they send out, this is toward the beginning, before you even get to see the robots, they send out this crew of army people, uh, of military, you know, like five people, and they're all out there, and all of a sudden, this one guy starts screaming, grabbing his head, and then, like, gets a nosebleed, and you find out that they're, quote, scanning his brain. And uh, the the leader tells this guy, count backward from 100. So evidently that's going to confuse the brain scanner if you're, you know, 100, 99, 98, 97. Like if you're counting backwards, that's going to fix the fact that they're scanning your brain. Also, it's not affecting anybody else. So somehow they can target one person specifically in this tiny little group of five people. And it just makes no sense. Going back to their outfits, their outfits, oh my goodness. Toward the end of the movie, they wear these goggles. 
And it looks like they bought them at Walmart. The budget on this movie is so awful. The weapons are pretty much PVC and cardboard spray painted to look high tech. Honestly, I've seen this done very well. This was not done very well. It feels like maybe they went around and I don't know what they did. It's awful. I mean, my brother, he's 18 and he kind of does some of this stuff. His stuff looks better than the, this movie. So bad and so unbelievable. Again, are they making this movie because it's bad or are they trying to make an honest-to-goodness movie? I don't know, and it's really sad that they make money making this movie. I've seen independent, low-budget movies that are better than this. Oh, it's such a sad, sad waste of time. The robots come out 40 minutes in, like I mentioned before, and they start shooting them. Now, we've all watched Star Wars. We've all seen how things normally work with, you know, um, weapons and stuff like that. Everything is, like, at full power. So they're attacking these things with full-powered guns, which, again, the blaster shots look so bad, um... And five minutes into this, the leader says, switch to stun. Now, why in the world would you, if you're trying to kill these robots, trying to eliminate them, why in the world would you go from a high-powered weapon to a stun-powered weapon? That doesn't, I feel like all they wanted to say was set phasers to stun, you know, to, to do a shout-out to Star Trek. They should have done that. But it didn't make sense in this context. Plus, they have these frisbee things. They're like electro frisbees. And again, 15 minutes in, they realize, oh, shooting them with our dinky blasters, then setting them to stun is not helping. So let's throw these electric frisbees out. They start taking out the robots this way. Why didn't they do that from day one? Wouldn't you want to bring your most powerful weapons with you and use them first? It's so poorly written. The action just sucked in this movie. <sighs> While they're out on the field, mechs come out. Now, the mechs really don't look much different than the regular robots that I remember. Um, but I don't know, maybe that's what they call the robots instead of robots. They, never, they definitely never call them transmorphers because, again, they don't transmorph. They don't change into anything. Their weapons just pop out of their heads and stuff like that. So um, the leader says, everyone take out the mech. And I'm sitting here going, well, yeah. wouldn't I mean, I guess they are different because they are the bigger robots. But I'm like, wouldn't you take out the bigger ones to begin with or have a team do that? <sighs> They never watch Saving Private Ryan. That's all I gotta say. It's just, it's common sense to take out the big guys first. That's all I'm saying. One of the characters, actually, it's the general's girlfriend or wife or whoever she is. She has to go do something. And out of nowhere, she has a jetpack and she flies off. And if I'm not mistaken, they actually complain about being mobile and all this stuff, but the jetpack comes from nowhere. She flies off and 
just kind of randomly shows up somewhere. And here is kind of my final gripe. I mean, there's a lot of... I probably have a good 70 points here um, in my notes about this movie. They capture, like I said earlier, one of these alien robots. They lay him out on the table, and they operate on him. And you know what they use to operate on him? Hydroclamps and thermodimes. Do you know what a hydroclamp is? Probably not. In this universe, in this world, a hydroclamp is a screwdriver. A Phillips or flathead screwdriver. I don't remember which one it was, but it's a screwdriver. Yeah, evidently these org uh, like these organic uh, what do you call them? Um they're they're metal, but it's an organic metal cuz that's they're alien robots. Evidently they use standard tools to build themselves. So they use a screwdriver, also known as a hydroclamp and thermodimes, which was a power drill. They hand do the power drill. The doctor that's taking him apart, they hand him a power drill when he asks for a thermodyne. Couldn't you at least use your PVC in your nasty cardboard and spray paint it to look like a really cool tool and hide the drill? I mean, add some special effects, like some little lightning bolts on the inside or... Something I could, I could, my daughter, my five-year-old daughter could draw something that looked cooler than using a stupid power drill. <sighs> and while they're operating on it, the assistant looks at the doctor and he says, we're losing it, we're losing it, it's dead. Talking about this robot. But they don't have anything hooked up to it. How do you monitor something that is supposedly alive if you don't have any monitors hooked up to it? There, were, there was nothing there. How do you know that the robot's dead? It wasn't moving to begin with. And um, I think that's about all I have to say about this movie. It's really bad. There's no point to the story. Um... At least with Sharknado, there was kind of a point where the guy wanted to rescue his family, and he does in, at the end of that movie. Um, with Catwoman, that movie just messed me up so bad. Um, well, that's not even a good example. Anyway, there's no point in watching this movie. Is it an hour and 25 minutes of your time that has been wasted? Please don't go see it. Really, unless told otherwise, don't go see any of the movies that are part of the bad movie series. <sighs> and unfortunately, I do have a proposition for you. If you do have a bad movie, if you know of a movie that I should watch, leave it in the comments either at facebook.com or you can email us, feedback at geekthispodcast.com and um, tweet it to us. I think I said Facebook. But anyway, yeah. Let me know. I will suffer through it for you. And I know there have been a couple suggestions out there, and we're going to try and get it to work well. Um, ben Avery, who I think I mentioned at the beginning of the show, he suggested the movie Star Crash. It has the Hoff in it. And um, it just hasn't really worked out with scheduling. But somehow, 
we are going to do a review of that movie. Maybe if I can talk him into it, we might even, um, we might look at maybe making a commentary track for a movie. It'll be a podcast episode, um, but it'll also be a commentary track that you can watch while, or you can listen to while you watch the movie. He's been doing that over at welcometolevel7.com. You can check that out and support their show by going to welcometolevel7.com slash Howard, because um, they do a Howard the Duck um, commentary, which um, I have yet to listen to myself. Um, that is on my list of things that I need to purchase, um, but it's a great way to help out um, with their podcast, uh, which is a fantastic podcast if you like Marvel and or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So um, that's going to do it for this bad movie review. Again, I do tend to rant and, and grouch and all kinds of stuff with these episodes, but, you know, that's just what I do. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to um, check us out on Facebook.com slash GeekThisPodcast. Tweet us at GeekThisPodcast and follow us on Twitter. And um, you can always leave comments, um, audio messages, anything like that. You can leave it at GeekThisPodcast.com slash connect. Before I totally sign off, I want to let you guys know that you can support the podcast financially. Um, It would be great so that we can pay for the server. We can also start investing money into doing things to make the quality of our podcast sound better, Um, which it's been a little rough lately since I got my new computer. Not sure what's going on. But you can go to audibletrial.com slash geekthis and you can get a free audiobook. Um, I love audiobooks. I'm subscribed to Audible myself. And that kicks a little bit of money back toward us so we can do these things and also so that we can maybe do some more giveaways and contests in the future. But if you go to audibletrial.com slash geekthis, um, you can sign up. It's free for 30 days. You get a free audiobook. And if you want, you can keep um, getting these audiobooks for like, I think it's $16 a month, something like that, um, which is really cool. And um, if you don't want to, you could just download whatever book you get and cancel. That's it. It's that simple, and we still get a little bit of a kickback. So that's all I got to say. Thanks again for listening to Geek This Podcast. Thanks for supporting us, and we will talk to you next week where I will have an announcement So you'll want to stick around for that. Thanks a lot, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.